The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Thursday, July 8th edition. I'll be a great Wednesday evening MLB action. So much fun. Um, Cubs scored a bunch of runs. Jays went off. Washington destroyed Chris Paddock. All the cool stuff. The Yankees might be waking up. Pitching still disastrous around baseball. Uh, DFS is fun, folks. It's fun. And then there's always an edge to be had. So have some fun with that. And that's why you listen to the show. If you can give a rate and review on iTunes to MLB DFS Quick Hits, I'd truly appreciate it. I'm on Twitter at BDNJ. If you have questions or hit me up with the Fantasy DGN Slack chat, I'll help you out there. If you're a season-long fantasy baseball player, go check out Benched with Bubba. Dropping twice a week with you. Got Bubba and the Bat Flip recorded on Tuesday. Have a special guest, Fred Zinke of Rotowire and Yahoo Sports on Thursday. So come check out that good stuff. And also, if you uh, like playing uh, DFS, what you do, you like playing some prop bets, go check out Prize Picks. Great uh, combination of the two. They do all the sports. They even had the hot dog eating contest last week. But uh, I drop my daily picks in the Fantasy DJ and Slack chat. And if you're a new subscriber to Prize Picks, use promo code Bubba when you sign up. And they're doing a first time deposit match up to $100. So use promo code Bubba to get all the goodies there. All right. We have a seven game slate on Thursday for you. Just a heads up 70 to 80% chances of rain in Baltimore. And then we got about 30% chances in New York, and uh, that should be it. There might be another place about 25 to 30% chances, but that's depends on where you look. That's been a, a wishy-washy one as well. So basically, watch the weather. Jays Orioles have a total of 11, Royals Indians 9, Reds Brewers 8.5, Tigers Twins 9.5, Nationals Padres 7. Missing two totals. <laughs> Excuse me. One is Wrigley, and one is Pittsburgh and the Mets because they're still finalizing the starting pitchers on that one. All right, start, speaking of starting pitchers, let's get into the starting pitchers on this lovely seven-game slate. The top two pitchers over $10,000 face each other in San Diego as the nightcap. Max Scherzer, you Darvish. Scherzer's 10-4, Darvish is 10-2. Both elite plays. Scherzer's a 20-plus point machine. Basically, nine of his last 10 starts, 20-plus. He's got basically 28 or more in most of those starts. The strikeouts are there. Even when he gives up his home runs, he goes deep into games. He hasn't given up more than two runs in his last 10 starts. Dude's been absolutely electric, so he is a phenomenal play against San Diego. Yes, we know San Diego's offense is very, very good. Not uh, something new to anybody here. Over the last month for handed pitching, they're uh, striking out 23% of the time, hitting 272 with a 231 ice on a 129 WRC+. It's Max Scherzer, though. 
So uh, we should see some good action out of him. Darvish is 10-2. He's been great, not as consistent as Scherzer in the fantasy department, but does have that 20 to 30 point upside as well. Gets a national team that exploded on Chris Paddock on uh, Wednesday night, but as a whole, striking out 23% of the time, hitting 267 with a 204 ISO and a 121 WRC plus. So both some elite options. I think more people will flock to Darvish because they see that San Diego lineup. So I think Scherzer might come in a little more uh, unowned in this one. So I'm going to go Scherzer over Darvish, both elite. It's like 1A, 1B. Pick your poison. Both, I'm hoping this is a pitcher's duel. I really do. I want it to be a great pitcher's game. So uh, give me Scherzer in this one uh, for the, the upside. You know, I got snubbed from the All-Star game. Let's see how he takes that one. All the fun stuff there. So Scherzer, Darvish, your top two pitchers, price-wise, top two pitchers on the slate. I'll go Scherzer over Darvish, but it's it's nitpicky. So, so take your points there. Tyler Molle is 8,700 at Milwaukee if you want to go there. Milwaukee swinging very hot bats. They are striking out 25% of the time over the last month, but hitting 246 with a 106 WRC+. Jace Peterson and company are starting to rake right now. So you can go Molly if you can, only in GPPs. I see the appeal. I'm not all in on Tyler Molly. I do 20 lineups. I'll probably have a couple Tyler Mollies out there because he has pitched well against Milwaukee this year. That's also not the Milwaukee team we're seeing now. So that's something to keep in mind when someone says that's been taking place. So uh, Molly at 87 is in play, but Taiwan Walker at 84 is an outstanding price point. Assuming Walker does get the start, which he should, but uh, since the rainouts, the doubleheaders, things have been mixed up. Walker's been great. He's uh, you know five or more innings pitched in uh, seven straight starts in eight of his last 10. He's given up uh, two run runs or less in eight of his last 10 as well. And the strikeouts have been there five or more Ks in all but two starts, eight of his last 10. Got a 244 ERA on the year with a 101 whip. He's got 20 plus point upside night after night. And he gets a Pittsburgh Pirates team that we know doesn't strike out a ton against lefties. They're striking out 21.5% of the time versus righties over the last month, which is very, very nice. Hitting 225 with a 143 ISO and an 83 WRC plus. So Walker is an outstanding play on this slate. Should be very popular, but he is a great play at 8,400 bucks against the Pittsburgh Pirates. So I would I would love to pair Walker up with Scherzer or Darvish if you're rolling them out there in cash. I think it's a great way to go about it. And in tournaments, uh, Adbert Alzale could be a tournament play at $8,000. The Phillies offense I like a lot, though. So um, I think they let us down a little bit on Wednesday. I have no problem going back to them. Alzale is all or nothing out there. So if you want to go there, you can. I'd rather Taiwan Walker. I'd probably rather take a chance on Tyler Molle than Alzale, but I could see the appeal for Alzale seven-game slate if you want to mix things up. I get it. Just not looking to uh, get in front of this Philadelphia team that uh, Alec Mills somehow somehow shut down, but uh, otherwise good to go. Tariq Skubal, 7200 bucks at the Minnesota Twins. I'm going to keep going there. Skubal does give up runs. He's had some issues at times. The home runs can be an issue with him, but what isn't an issue is striking guys out. Six or more Ks in five, six, seven, eight of his last nine starts, five or more in nine of his last ten starts. He's going five-plus innings pretty much in every start and three earned runs or less in all but two starts in his last 10 starts. He's got definite 20-plus point upside at 7200 bucks. Can get hit around a little bit. That's why the price is still low. But it's a Minnesota team which is scuffling. No, Josh Donaldson, Cruz is banged up. He's still playing, but he's not 100% healthy. They're striking out about 20% of the time versus lefties. Are hitting 278 with a 181 ISO and a 117 WRC+. plus. So that's good, but it's Scooble at $7,200. He doesn't have to throw a shutout. That's the beauty. People panic about it. He's so cheap. You know, like John Gray two nights ago gave up three runs in the first Arizona. He still managed to put up almost 20 DK points. These guys are going to give up runs from time to time. He's got to hope they they weather the storm. Not all guys do, but Scooble at 72, he's at least, you know, something we talk about in the Slack chat with as messed up as pitching is right now. Maybe you just look for these value guys and just say, screw it. If they're, you know, Scooble at least has a good floor, like at least 11, 12, 13 point floor 
with that 20 plus point upside, which not a lot of cheap pitchers do. So 7,200 bucks against Minnesota. I like Scooble as a discount in that one. And last but not least, DK's drunk. I know it's it's Alec Manoa's third time seeing Baltimore, but $6,800 is ridiculous for him. I don't care what it is. We talked about it every time he's been out here. His two bad starts he's had is because he gave up the long ball. He gave up five runs on four home runs at Baltimore, two starts against Baltimore ago. And he gave up three home runs, four runs against Miami. Other than that, he's been great. His last two starts against Tampa Bay and Baltimore, electric. Baltimore, six innings, four hits, no earned, seven Ks. He has six or more Ks in back-to-back starts. He's great. If he just keeps the ball in the ballpark, he is in for a big, big night. And that's always risky at Baltimore. Like his good start against Baltimore was in Buffalo. His bad start was at Baltimore. We know that ball likes to fly out of Camden. We also know it's going to be rainy as hell in Camden Yards. And this might be a mute conversation. But I have to at least bring up Alec Manoka. $6,800 for a guy that legit can get 25 to 30 points is nuts. Um, the other thing I will mention, if you're a FanDuel player, this is how really nuts his price is. He's $10,300. He's the third highest price pitcher behind Darvish and Scherzer on FanDuel. So there's such a price discrepancy here. Um, if this game plays, Manoa is going to be uber chalky. Something else to keep in mind. So you'll definitely want some Baltimore exposure in some other form or fashion in other lineups. Uh, so keep that in mind. And he, he's that chalk that you just kind of bite and eat because $6,800 is just stupid. So recapping the pitching real quick, you got Scherzer and Darvish up top, 1A, 1B. I'm going to go Scherzer. I'll have some of both. But I'll, if I had to pick just one, I'd pick Scherzer. Both phenomenal plays. I like the Scherzer aspect because potentially lower owned facing the San Diego lineup. Cheaper plays, Molly is interesting at GPP, but I love Taiwan Walker in tournaments and cash. I think he's a great price point, 8400 Scooble at 72 is very, very nice, and Manoa at 68 So those are the guys I'm looking at in uh, tonight's lineups. Let's check out the catchers on this slate um, as we got bats for days. Salvi Perez at 46 versus Plesak coming off the IL, and then the Indians bullpen. Plesak went like 45 or 50 pitches in his last rehab start. He was supposed to throw another rehab start. Talked them out of it, I heard. So Salvi's interesting, but we love some Tigers tonight against e, uh, J.A. Hat, folks. So Eric Koss at 43 definitely checks the box in that one. That's one I, I like quite a bit. Um, some other ones to target, though. You have JT Romito still too cheap at 3,500. Keep going to that well while he's in play. Um, if you want to go, if you don't want to go Haas, Haas is also outfit eligible. He's catcher and outfield. If you want to save money at the position, I love Jake Rogers at $3,000 for Detroit. He's hitting just fine too. They both went deep together the other night. So he's a great play at 3K if you want to save some cash and not go to Eric Haas. And I think Haas will be more popular than Jake Rogers. So you got that going for you as well uh, in those matchups. Other than that, not too much standing out. Uh, at this point in time, unless you get some interesting starts, but like 3K for Rodgers is a, is a great value at the catcher's position. So a uh, couple more uh, first base position for you. Yeah, Farito at 6K, always in play, but uh, Reese Hoskins, Jonathan Scope, again, love us some Tiger Snipe. Scope's 5,400 first uh, J.A. Hap. Really good price tag in that one. Joey Votto is only 45 versus Hauser. Cincinnati has had Hauser's number this year and most of his career. So since he's a very, very good stack tonight, it's Votto at 45. Checks the box. Uh, the Cubs, they kind of woke up on Wednesday. If you believe they're here to stay, Eflin's been a gas can of late, especially left-handed pitchers, especially giving the long ball up to lefties and righties. So Rizzo at 44 is very much in play. I think I'd rather go Votto, but you can go Rizzo if you so choose. Some cheaper options, though, you know, you can go Miguel Sanover, Scooble if you want to fade Scooble. I'm not there. I like Scooble on this slate. See if Rowdy Telez makes the Brewers lineup. He's 3,300 versus Molle. That could be a nice value in the Milwaukee lineup. I love the value on Miguel Cabrera at 3K versus J.A. Happ. 
Um, Miggy's actually hitting 333 over his last 10 games. He got two home runs. He's averaging almost eight DK points per game over his last 10. He's $3,000. So that's pretty nice. Ryan O'Hearn at 29 is a nice value as well. So you got a couple cheapies down there if you need them. Second base, you got, you know, Simeon's good for sure. Merrifield's always in play. If you're not using Taiwan Walker, Adam Frazier's not too shabby. But uh, you can go below at least 4,100, Jonathan India. Very good play if you're stacking up Cincinnati. You can go to India for sure at 4,100. Like that quite a bit. Uh, Jace Peterson, I love for Milwaukee. He took the Grand Deep on uh, Wednesday. Keep that in the back of your mind. But Peterson's 4K versus Molly, and he's swinging a very, very good bat. So India, Peterson are a couple you can start off with. Man, Ian Happ has been so, so bad. But uh, lefties versus Eflin, Happ's 3,600. If you're feeling really frisky in a GPP, he's there. Uh, Gene Segura at 34. I like his value in this one. Ramon Urias, even though I like Manoa, if you're fading Manoa, Ramon Urias is only 2,500. So that brings a nice little value into play as well. And then Javi Baez got a late scratch on Wednesday. If he's out again, Alcantara, he's only second base eligible on DK, even though he played shortstop. He's 2,200 bucks. So he'd be a nice, nice value for you. And then last but not least, Alcides Escobar, folks. I know it's you, Darvish. Escobar continues to produce. He's only $2,000. So if you just want to punt and you're not using your Darvish, Escobar at 2K, no problem with that at all. All right, third base position for you, uh, Machado. Yeah. But Jose Ramirez at 52 versus Duffy. I like Duffy a bit, but he's still not stretched out all the way, hoping for like 75 to 80 pitches. Maybe go five innings. We'll see. So J-Ram at 52 is worth a look. Uh, Luis Urias from Milwaukee at 49. He went deep, I believe, off of, Darvish, or off of DeGrom as well. On Wednesday, I went deep on Wednesday. I think it was off to Grom as well. He's forty nine hundred, so he's worth a good look for you. The alien of Suarez, if you need him, but Kevin Biggio at thirty seven. Biggio had a monster game on Wednesday. He'll go low owned because he's a lefty lefty versus Aiken. Super cheap. Just hope the game plays. Candelario at thirty four. If you're fading, half has been play. Alec Baum at thirty two is a nice value against Alzale. And then other than that. If you're stacking Kansas City, you can go Hunter Dozier. I'm not looking to stack Kansas City, but Dozier's down to 26 hundo if you need him. Shortstop position, Tatis is always in play. I don't care who's pitching, because especially because Scherzer will give up a home run or two. That's part of the deal. But Bo Bichette at $55, $700 cheaper than Tatis. Bichette went deep on Wednesday. Really good price point there. Willie Adamas went deep on Wednesday as well. He's 53. I'd, I'd rather have Bichette. The game might get rained out, though. So Adamas is a nice pivot in that scenario. If you're stacking Cleveland versus Duffy, Ahmed Rosario at 45 is a good look. Didi Gregorius only $3,800. Brings you some nice value versus Alzale. Nico Goodrum returned from the IL. He has a very good history with J.A. Happ. He's only $2,900 against J.A. Happ. So Nico Goodrum is someone that's circled as a value. Ramon Urias at 25 talked about him. And then Zach Short, he was playing a ton when Goodrum was out. If he cracks the lineup, he's only $2,300 for Detroit. First J.A. Happ. So uh, we, we love Detroit just for the matchup in general, but they have all the value, all the value in a great spot that they should crush on. So I like that a lot with Detroit. It sounds weird saying Detroit should crush, but their value com- combined with a great matchup versus J.A. Happ seems like a, a recipe for disaster in the real scheme of things. But I'll be I'll be sinking with that ship if that's the way it goes. Outfield position, though, you got Yelich. If you are stacking Milwaukee, Yelich is slowly heating up. So something to keep in mind. And I I want to emphasize slowly. He has like three or four good games, and he goes quiet again. So we'll see. He's, he's 59. He's expensive, so no one plays him. Uh, so that was the reason behind that. But like Jesse Winker at 53, I'd rather have. He's got great career history. Versus he's got five or six home runs off of Hauser in his career. So Winker checks the box. He's got Casty as well. Bryce Harper's only 5100 bucks. He continues to just crush baseballs right now. And – 
you know, his price tag just does not go up. So I have no problem going back to Harper at 5,100. Soto went deep on Wednesday. If you're getting frisky at 5K, you can. Springer let everybody down. He's 4,900 bucks. Don't, don't think you can't go back there. T. Oscar's 48. Uh, Springer's just fine. If you're not using Taiwan Walker, Brian Reynolds at 45 is obviously in play. Mentioned Eric Haas earlier at 43. He's catcher outfield eligible. Lourdes Correal is only 4K, though. That's a nice value piece of Toronto. One of my favorite plays on this slate, the Franamil, just continues to crush baseballs, went deep uh, in game one of the double dip on Wednesday. He's homered in um, back-to-back games. He's been off the IL for four games. He's got seven hits in those four games, two three-hit games, got two home runs. He's got nine or more points in all three games. Dude's crushing. Dude's crushing right now. He's 4K versus Danny Duffy. He's got good career history versus Duffy. We know he likes to hit left-handed pitching. Really good spot there for the Franamil at $4,000. Um, Dom Smith at 39. Like, I'm not on a full Met stack for JT Brubaker, but Dom Smith hitting 375 over his last 10 games, averaging 10 DK points per game over his last 10 games, three home runs over his last 10 games. Only 3900 bucks. Good price point there with JT Brubaker as a discount. Uh, Gritchick at 39 as well. Again, if you want to fade Eflin, Jock Jams, Super GVP Plagues, we know it's always all or nothing with Jock Jams. 3800 bucks versus Eflin, potentially leading off for the Cubs. So that could be a nice little spot there for uh, Jock Jams. few others to take a peek at. Uh, Cedric Mullins at 34 again. But Mullins has taken Manoa deep already. If Manoa is going to be chalky, you want some Orioles exposure, no one better to start with than Mullins at 3400 bucks. Um, and now it comes into more value here. Conforto's 32 Maybe you can do a cheap Mets stack. I really only like Dom Smith unless you want to get freaky with your Mets action. Um, McCutcheon homered again on Wednesday. has back-to-back games. He's 3,100 versus Alzalea. That's a great, great value. Uh, switch hitting Robbie Grossman's only 31 versus Jay Happ. Benintendi's back and swinging it okay for Kansas City. He's only 31. So lots of value, as usual, in the outfield position. Uh, Tyler Naquin's only 3K versus Hauser. That's a nice piece of Cincinnati for nice and cheap. So keep him on your radar when you're stacking them up. Tyron Taylor of Milwaukee's 28. Austin Hayes is 28. Um, I prefer Taylor because I like to attack Molly over Manoa, but both are looks for you there. A um, few others like Ben Gamble swinging it well. He's 2,400 versus Walker. If you're fading Walker, you just want to go YOLO with, with Gamble. You can. Uh, Anthony Santander's 23. He's an uber, uber value for you. Um, Jan, Janikowski for Philadelphia is playing a lot. He's only 2K versus Alzelay. So he's a nice, basically, basement-priced value as well. All right, recapping the pitching real quick. You got Scherzer, Darvish, 1A, 1B. I'm going Scherzer over Darvish, but I'll take them both. I'll just go with a potentially lower-owned guy in Scherzer. Taiwan Walker at 84 is outstanding. Really good cash game and tournament play. Walker with Scherzer's way I'd go in cash. Uh, Molly is a tournament-looking play. Don't hate it. You could go Alzelay if you want, but for Molly out of those two, Really like Tariq Skubal as a value at 72. And obviously, if Toronto doesn't rain out, Alec Manoa at 60, uh, 68 is ridiculous. So you just play that one. If Toronto-Baltimore doesn't rain out, you want a Toronto stack 110% of the time. So that's a really good spot. Obviously, um, I want to go Chicago versus Philadelphia. I know their offense is dreadful, but Eflin just does not have it right now. So Chicago's in play for me. Love a Cincinnati-Milwaukee game stack. Cincinnati is the better stack. Milwaukee is the more contrarian stack. So I'd play a more Milwaukee action because that's just how – my tournament brain works, but I like the game stack in Cincinnati, Milwaukee. And I know it's weird because people say, "Well, there's higher totals elsewhere." I don't care. Like, give me that, uh, give me that uh, Cincy action and, and that one against Milwaukee. Stack it up. Love Detroit versus Minnesota. One of my favorite stacks on this slate. So if I had to, if we assume Baltimore Toronto's playing like a Detroit Toronto stack, I'm there for 
Detroit with Cincinnati, Minnesota type stack. Detroit's the value to open the door to the big pitchers and the big bats. That's where I'm going. Hopefully not everybody else does that. Detroit becomes chalky because then that's going to suck. But it's definitely a way to mix and match some things. And if Detroit goes off, we're all going to be happy as can. So good luck on your Thursday. That wraps it up. Again, I'm on Twitter at BDentric. Check out the Fantasy DJ Slack chat. It is free. Go check out Price Picks. If you're new to Price Picks, sign up with promo code Bubba. First-time depositors, after they sign up with promo code Bubba, get up to a $100 first-time deposit match. So go check that out. Uh, get a rate and review on iTunes for MLB DFS Quick Hits and Benched with Bubba. Uh, the Thursday episode, recording obviously on Thursday with Fred Zinke of Rotowire and Yahoo Sports. So come check out that fun stuff. And my written content at rotoballer.com on Thursday is the free DraftKings picks. Go check out rotoballer.com, of course. Or you can check out the video to the MLB DFS Quick Hits podcast on the Rotoballer YouTube page. But all that being said, good luck on your Thursday, everybody. This was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Thursday, July 8th edition. I'm out. <laughs>